Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Hey everyone, it's Fat Mascara. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. And you're back. I'm so happy to be back. I missed the studio. I missed you. How did Tiff do? Tiff was amazing. I what? should say I missed Tiff too. Wasn't she great? She was great. Yeah, she really, she blew me away with some of those stats. I loved it. Yeah. So we have to talk about Japan because believe it or not, guys, we haven't had a chance to reconnect, Jess and I. So we're going to talk about her trip to Japan and you learned some beauty stuff you're going to share with me, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then after that, scalps. 
everybody's favorite favorite topic. You cannot just, get enough scalp care here at Fat Mascara. Just looked at me like, whoa. It's just such a gross word. Scalp. No, we got we have hair health help. Yes. If you will. Yeah. Who's our guest? Our guest is the fabulous Stephen Nickel. He's a master perfumer at IFF. That means International Flavors and Fragrances. We're going to talk to him about the scents that are in your household products, the scents that kind of creep up on us every day. Ooh, so interesting. Can't wait yeah. for it. Jess, welcome home. I missed you. Oh, I missed you too. I know. I saw your pictures from Japan and it looked fun and I want to hear everything. P.S. I'm hearing this for the first time, guys. So just with you. Yeah, we haven't had a minute to catch up. Let's catch up. Okay, so I went with the brand Shiseido. They are based in Japan, but we know them around the world. They make all kinds of great skincare. And I went for the launch of one of their new products. It's a very big deal. I will tell you about it later. I cannot talk about it now. Okay. But so I had never been to Japan. Okay. Thoughts. What, what a beautiful and incredible country, but also just so different, you know, yeah. than than our, you know, New our York world? City scene. Yeah. yeah, I'm if I just you know say it, uh, but I saw so many beautiful things. I was lucky. I didn't have your average, you know, Japan experience because I was hosted by Shiseido. Oh, that's right, Harper's Bazaar beauty director, right at Cherry Blossom Peak Cherry Blossom time. <laughs> it was it was pretty it was pretty incredible. So. The one thing that we did with Shiseido was we went to, I'm just going to tell you a few, a few highlights, a few highlights. things I learned. Hit me so, with them. We went to this beautiful exhibit at a museum in Kyoto, and it was all about the history of makeup mm-hmm. and beauty in Japan. So I really loved the exhibit because I learned so much. It was like a little bit of a history lesson. So just these are just some fun facts that I learned. Yes, please. During the um, Heian period, or Heian, H-E-I-A-N, this mm-hmm. is from 794 through 1185. I mean, this is a while ago, guys. It's been a minute. We're, we're since the high here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> since the Heian dynasty. <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, they talked about cosmetics and how they were used as a way of expressing politeness through one's appearance. This is back in like the Middle Ages, yes. 712. Okay. Well, I'm not a historian, so I don't remember what Middle Ages was. Yeah, but you think you're just trying to survive. You don't have time for makeup. I, I mean, I'm just trying to get the water from the river from the well to my... Or where, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there were three traditional Japanese makeup colors, which okay. this makes so much sense when I think about Shiseido cosmetics and just, you know... J- Japanese um, decor, red, white, and black. Okay. These three Japanese makeup colors were established that area. Um, face powder was very expensive, used by wealthy aristocrats. When they wanted to be polite to everyone, right? I guess so. I uh-huh. guess so. Then another thing that was really cool was that um, they also, there was like a trend for light makeup, which reminds me, it's like is this like the glossier of uh, <laughs> of the period. No makeup, makeup. No makeup, makeup. So no makeup, makeup um, was during the Edo period, sixteen oh three through eighteen sixty eight. Which is interesting because if you think about European history, right then that's right up in there with like s- tons of powder, rouge cheeks, like you know French Revolution style. Like right. I'm picturing, you know, Marie Antoinette with her like overly caked on makeup face. Well, the, I was reading the little panel. It says the beauty of, of natural skin finished with just a light touch of makeup became the desired look among the people of Edo. Reminds me a lot of a lot of what's happening now. 
Okay. It was trendy back then. It was really cool. It's like, I'm so rich and fabulous that I just look like nothing. And I just just, like just woke up like this beauty. Okay. Um, And then another thing that I saw in the case, like there were cases of beautiful historical products products and like the first Shiseido fragrance, all of that. That company's been around since the 1800s. I'm putting you so on the spot right now. It's at least since the 1800s. Okay. Okay. Um, I, guys, you can fact check me on that, but it's, it's like over 150 years old. People would blacken their teeth as a sign of beauty. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Really interesting, right? I'm I like just trying to work why that would be, because there's a lot of, I did my thesis on this in college. About, okay, Jen. No, about how a lot of the reasons we use makeup is to connote health, right? So like mm-hmm. rouge cheeks right. or like your eyes look whiter because you're bright and healthy. You're not jaundiced and they're not yellow. Now I know your liver is working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I really can't find a like cultural or medical reason why you'd want to blacken your teeth. I really I'm, I'm wish that I saw a, a painting. Guys, if any of you are out there and you know of a painting or great visual reference with the blackened teeth, I'd love to see it. And if it's if it's clear, I will share it with you guys on social because I wanted to see a painting or certainly this wouldn't get a photograph, but of what that would look like. But it sounded so cool. It sounds very cool. And that also is a trend now too, like like make you look twice. So it's so ugly, it's beautiful. <laughs> yes, it's right? totally. It felt like something out of like a Stephen Klein shoot. You know? Do you remember what they used to blacken their teeth? They had a little like implement so but so that if let's say if it was a paste or a charcoal mm-hmm. i wasn't able to see it but they would rub it on their teeth and, and i have to assume okay but i thought that was so noteworthy this i've got to come back and tell all of our listeners because i thought that was just About so cool and Japanese interesting makeup now i'm going to take it out of the museum for a I know. second what'd you bring me <laughs> oh my god i literally ran from the taxi to like basically my plane it was frightening okay so what else did you okay see? um this is a little uh, day class A, but man, those toilets. <laughs> you guys know we love some derriere hygiene talk on oh, Fat Mascara. Oh my goodness. The Toto toilet. I've been looking it up online to see how much I can get one for, but I live in a rental, so I don't think they're going to do it. I am telling you, this is a much more eco-friendly way. We all don't need butt wipes if we all had Toto toilets. We had a butt wipe conversation in Japan because of the toilets. And, and let me say, people were all over the map very polarizing issue but everyone could agree that the toto toilet was awesome there's a little bar it's like a little remote control you sit on it first of all heated seats Mm -hmm. i got out of my bed in the middle of the night to go pee and it was really dark and i was disoriented and i was like oh god you know freaking out i couldn't even find the light switch that was a whole other story so i'm looking and then i hear (laughs) and the toilet seat opened up for me it's like it's like hello jessica Okay. Your name. <laughs> yeah. Please you know, sit here. In five years, I'm sure they will say like. I guarantee you, there's a toilet in Japan that like is programmed to know your name. Yeah, totally. So I, you know, I sat down, so warm and toasty. <laughs> it's not even winter, but you don't realize how cold you are until you sit on a warm toilet. <laughs> until seat. you sit on a heated toto. Oh my god, it's stunning. Okay, this thing is a work of art. Uh-huh. And then you have your little thing in it. There's wa- There's there's a button for water for the front, button for water for the back. You can even adjust the pressure. Um, there's music. Like mm-hmm. for you know, um, just you know, if you want to be discreet, if you want to respect yes. other people's, like I don't ears. want to hear what you're doing in there. No, it you know, it was just so like huh? yes, it was dignified. At least I would say this isn't a day class A conversation. This is classy stuff. I was thinking, like, should we bring like a boombox like in all of the uh, stalls? Well, I do remember when I was in. I've been to Japan a couple of times. In the Seven Eleven, I used like a public bathroom. I went in, birds chirping, a soundtrack <gasps> pumped in, like in the. In the like roadside Seven Eleven, they had the most beautiful toilet. That's wonderful, and that's a great takeaway because like, these toilets. I looked at them; it's about 
starting for the whole kit and caboodle starting 3000 i think the the restrooms in our in our country and even in our homes like they have some of them have built-in fans mm-hmm. built-in music built-in boombox boombox play beyonce play whatever you want birds so that was great and then last i'm gonna get i'm gonna bring us up again okay the hotels that i stayed at each had like a house scent and the tour guide that was with us said Mm -hmm. um japanese people compared to americans are not as big on fine fragrance for the body because it's an invasion of someone else's space i'm really simplifying that Mm -hmm. broad strokes here guys but um it's you want to really respect other people's space but as for home they're really big on interior scent. Okay. Um, and because then we're all in it together, I guess. Maybe I'm. I'm trying to be very careful because I'm just learning about the culture. Yeah. And it's a beautiful culture, and I was so fascinated. So, but what I, did your hotel smell like? Cherry blossoms. Wow. I never even knew what a cherry blossom smelled like. Beautiful, right? Yeah. And then I went to a, it took in a, Yes, it's a sakura. You could buy it at the front, mm-hmm. and then. Um, there was another scent at the other hotel, which it just smelled like clean shampoo. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. And they are like, pump. is it a candle, a spray, a pump? Like, you don't... I don't know. It's just it, everywhere. It's everywhere. Lovely. Really nice. Because they want to be polite. You said that with the history lesson. Yeah. The whole reason for wearing the makeup was polite. It was fantastic. So... I learned so much. Clearly, I have more to learn, but those were some three, th- three things I love from Japan. Arigato gozaimasu, Jessica Matlin. Hmm. Whatever she just said. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> Thank you. That's what we said. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Scalp time. Oh, so sounds sexy. So not sexy. Why are we talking about this? Okay, somebody wrote in and they asked me a very, uh, I apologize for not shouting out your name, but they wrote me this great question that, you know, it's been on my mind before, but it's about hair. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Sorry. Um, okay, they wanted to know what's healthier for you, blow drying or air drying? What's healthier for your scalp? Not even your hair. Do you remember when David Yee was on um, Very Good Light is his website, right? He said that he heard from someone that, like, you have to blow dry all the time because you don't want to have, like, ever wet hair just sitting there growing things, like some expert had told him. And we said we were going to fact check it. Okay, well, now, we David, eight months months later. later. (laughs) Yeah, eight months later. Here you go. You got the answer. What is it? Okay, so I talked to Doris Day, who we know is our scalp expert. She was just on the other week. I'm sure she'll love that title. (laughs) <laughs> hair expert she's also a dermatologist yeah, she's also she's also one of the biggest dermatologists <laughs> yeah. in the country just call her the scalp expert but the scalp expert doris day <laughs> she i have to say she i felt was filled with sweet relief when i opened up her email because she said that either one is fine <sighs> and she said you know if the, the air drying absolutely do not produce what people think it's gonna be fungus or dandruff that's what on david the scalp. was saying like no this is an old wives tale and the thinking May she said the thinking may have been that if you have really thick hair and there's this long extended time of moisture that yeast is going to grow. She said this is not backed by science, so we can all put this to bed. You're not going to get dandruff or like little critters because Ewoks, you're air drying. Your <laughs> long time listeners will know. Yeah. No little Ewoks running through your hair. It is all good. So rest assured, air dry, blow dry. Do whatever you yeah. want. Your scalp will be fine. Yeah. Just you said if you do blow dry, don't use too much heat on your scalp because that's not good for it. But I think that's pretty probably, obvious, guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks, Jess. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. 
Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey Love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be Honey Love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. 
and it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. We are here with Steve Nickel. He's a master perfumer at International Flavors and Fragrances, IFF. This company makes everything from vanilla flavoring for ice cream to fragrances for laundry detergents to soap scents and, of course, fine perfumes. They fragrance 38,000 products every year. Steve, welcome to Fat Mascara. That's (laughs) a big number. That is a big number. And you do all of them, right? All (laughs) 38,000? I do some. (laughs) Well, thank you for squeezing us in. Jen and I have been dying to talk to somebody like yourself that does fragrance, but not necessarily exclusively for fine fragrances. So you're a master perfumer at IFF, and I know that is a tremendous deal. What does that mean? Um, I think uh, the perfumery uh, profession is very much like some of the other professions. So we have um, where we start as an apprentice and then basically over the years you develop your talent mm-hmm. and you basically grow through various positions and eventually um, you kind of reach the stage where you're considered a master. Is that Is the highest the level? Crop. Yeah. Oh, like, it's like you've been knighted. Um, not exactly, <laughs> no. no. Um, and then what products, you know, you work on, you have worked on fine fragrance and perfumes. Do you still do that? Uh, a little bit. Okay, but we're focusing mostly on consumer now? Yes, okay. mostly on consumer. And actually, although consumer is very broad, mm-hmm. actually my area of specialty is in products for laundry. Oh, excellent. All right. I'm well, so excited we're gonna, about yeah, this. We've got, yes. we've got a lot of questions. <laughs> so how is that different, um, just broadly speaking, than working on fine fragrance, since you have experience in both? So I think that there is quite a difference in that not only do you have to create something that people like, but you have to take into account the fact that typically the fragrance is at a much lower level, that you have to put it into something, and then typically it goes through a process, particularly in laundry. So you think if you put a fragrance into a fabric softener, what's going to happen to it? It'll because get hot, right? Well, and it goes through a wash process first. So some of it gets washed away, yeah. some of it's left. But then also we try and deliver uh, really a good consumer experience at all the different phases where they interact with it. So when you put it in the machine, when you take your clothes out, you know, that nice smell that you get. Yeah. That's the fabric softener. When you put it, take it from the tumble dryer, that's Mm -hmm. the same. We're delivering there. But then also people are expecting more and more from the fragrance. So we have to make sure that we deliver something that really delights them when they take it out of the cupboard because mm-hmm. they're going like to wear it after a week, a week, two weeks. It really depends what it is. So chemically speaking, do you do things differently to get them to sort of stick around longer? 
Uh, there are different technologies that we use that mm. help the fragrance survive through the process. Mm. Yeah. And and what about the fragrances themselves? Do they, are there trends in like laundry and consumer product fragrances? Just absolutely. Like oh, look at oh, him. Absolutely. He's like, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what's yeah. what's trending, Steve? So if you look at the kind of historical position of laundry, you know, the the fragrances that people would deliver were all about freshness and cleanliness because mm-hmm. that's a that's a basic yeah. function, right? You yeah. wash your clothes, you expect them to smell clean and to smell fresh. But what's happened is people then start to say, okay, well, I want clean and fresh and I want something else. Like something like for special occasions? Or, or something that's more sensorial, mm. you know, more experiential for them. So they want something that maybe reminds them of that night out or... You know, maybe a trip down to the beach or right. things like that. So they're really they're trying to to get something that's more differentiating. The interesting thing that we've seen in laundry is actually we're seeing more what you would consider as like a beauty element coming into it. Mm-hmm. So the fragrances that connote kind of a well-being or okay. a sense, you know, a feeling of that. That's really where we're tapping into the consumer's emotions. What does that mean in terms of scent since we can't smell them here? Is it what is the well what does the well-being scent smell like right now? Um, some of those are things, you know, we're introducing notes, some really natural things like lavender mm-hmm. and some of the other herbal notes come in. Mm-hmm. And those people when they smell them it makes them feel yeah, I feel better about myself with this. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I just say I'm obsessed with my dryer sheets right now, and I know you're not allowed to say what you've worked on, but truly just opening the door makes me happy. It's seventh generation lavender, but there's like patchouli in it. Mm-hmm. And really? Look at it. Is he, is he Are you a closet hippie? I, I think I yeah, am. But also, got a hippie streak. Do you think yeah. he made it and he's smiling because he actually made that product? <laughs> I could I don't never th- tell. I think he would have to kill us first. But but what uh, I hear you saying is that lavender and those kind of scents are starting to like herbal and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Well, I think what we're spa seeing, scents, spa scents. Yeah, I think what we're seeing is that you know, much like in other categories, people want to have a personal experience. Mm. So you see much more variety of fragrances around now. And people want to be able to customize. So they may take a detergent and match it with a particular fabric softener. And then they might use a dryer sheet or a scent booster. It's like Joe Malone kind of, Mixon has nothing on, you know, absolutely. <laughs> the detergent bits. And it's, it's really incredible because if actually if you look online, you find that there are all these blogs of these um, people who are making combinations and se- suggesting really? combinations. Oh yeah, it's it's very very cool. I've got to get into deep laundry when I get home. The deep <laughs> the deep laundry web. Um, it's just <laughs> it's like, like a sorry, probably a Reddit. I was about to go to a Reddit thread. Um, so okay, we know that these kind of spa scents are really you know happening right now. But what's totally out of vogue, or was there something that was a total bust? So I think the thing is that in consumer fragrance, it's there's another element of it which is very different to fine you know you can create a niche perfume right and you can go out and maybe five percent of women absolutely love it and mm-hmm. they'll buy it you'll be a huge success i can tell you that if i created a laundry fragrance that only five percent of women love <laughs> i'd be out of work mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, the level of acceptance that we have to get for our fragrances kind of drives us down a certain way and so typically things don't are never like a huge bust. Mm, right. It's more like it there's a cycle. Yeah, it basically it gets screened out along the way because those really out there fragrances just never make it to the market. 
And when you say screened out, is that in like market research where you bring a bunch of people in to sniff towels or something? Absolutely. We do two different, kind of mainly two different types. Apart from our experts, mm-hmm. um, we have consumers come in to us and we'll take them into a sterile environment, which has washing machines and we show them laundry that mm. we've done and say, you know, what do you think of this, basically? Um, but also we do home use tests. So we give them product to take home. And that's really interesting because then you find out how they actually used it, use the products, mm-hmm. which is often very different to what it actually says on the pack. How are people using them? So they may overdose mm. or, <laughs> like I said, they make their personalized concoction. They're Joe Malone blend. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so when I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. In America, when people think of laundry smell, we kind of all have that same smell. And I don't know how to describe it, but I'm sure there's molecules. What is that smell from back in like before now when it was spa and it was changing and everybody's mixing and matching? What is that smell that everybody knows? Is so it I musk? Think, uh, there was musk that's part of the fragrance. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's, you know, the classic fragrances for laundry tell us you know were driving freshness cleanliness but what are those notes are they like flowers um no more of like the herbal the citrus side Uh um aldehydes those tend to push like freshness and cleanliness how would you Mm. jess and i know what aldehydes are but how would you describe that to like a lay person uh so the aldehydes have a smell that's almost like the smell of hot metal So if you're pressing clothes, if you Mm -hmm. think about the way the iron smells when it gets hot, Mm -hmm. it has that kind of crisp, clean impression that also makes people think of outdoors because when you go outside, you get that whiff of ozone Ozone. and it's kind of like in that area. And so that's a popular note to put into laundry. Absolutely, because anything that we can put into it that makes people feel like you know, the problem today is we dry everything indoors, right? You throw it in the tumble dryer, you go away, you come back. Nobody dries outside anymore. Mm-hmm. And yet people still crave that kind of, oh, my washing's very clean and it smells of the outdoors. And like sunshine. Outdoors, and Sunshine yeah, yeah. and fresh air and mm-hmm. things like that. So often when people smell some of these materials, those are the kind of comments that they make. That That's they're so funny. Like the smell yeah. of fresh air or it's the smell by the ocean or you know, the countryside. Remember, I feel like in detergent ads, I haven't seen this in a while, but maybe I'm just not realizing they show like a woman like happily pinning up her clothes in the backyard on a clothesline. Yeah, and usually it's big white sheets, right? And they hang them on the line and they blow in the wind and everyone's like, oh yes, it's air dry. She's ecstatic. Nobody does that anymore. No, no. But you try to recreate those experiences with fragrance. We recreate the feeling of Of the smell. Interesting. And also... You know, we try and make the consumer feel like they've done it that way. Because at the end of the day, you know, doing laundry is very unrewarding. Right? <laughs> I mean, it never ends. Uh, well, this job it is never, never ends. complete. <laughs> and, you know, when you talk to consumers, what you hear is nobody ever says, oh, thank you for doing it. <gasps> it's true. always like, oh, if your mum washes your shirt and there's a stain on it, you'll tell her, <laughs> right? But, how often do you go back and say, oh, thank you. You're this right. is all really clean. I feel like I need to call my mom right after this because that <laughs> woman did so much laundry. so many years of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Constant. But, but, so my job is to try and 
and put them and help them emotionally to have a better experience while they're doing this basically mm -hmm. thankless task. I love that. Um, mm. Tell me this. Thank you. <laughs> We're here in the United States where certain scents are popular. Do you find that um, when you're working for other markets, there's differences between what people in America like versus other countries? What are some big differences? Um, it's not just the differences, but it's also the process that changes. Okay. So the difference is... I'm just going to move you slightly back to Sorry. the mic. There we go. Okay. <laughs> See, I get carried away, no, no. unfortunately, because I'm quite passionate about what I do. No, I love it. I love it. Um, so there are regional tastes of scent. You know, in the US, the scents that are very popular are things that people are so familiar with. You know, we talk about things like mum's apple pie, uh -huh. vanilla, mm -hmm. scents <laughs> like that that people really love. I think you even mentioned, oh, what about baby shampoo or baby powder? Yes, those are the things we grew up with, so mm -hmm. we recognize them. The fact is that those equivalents in other markets are not the same thing. Even the baby products that are used in Spain are different to the ones in US. Mm. So even though you talk about babies to an American consumer or somebody from Spain, it's a totally different they, concept. They don't think of Johnson Johnson baby powder and milky baby head smell? What they're are they thinking, thinking, are they thinking, they're thinking of colognes that are orange flower narrowly because that's wow. what their products smell of. So that's a more nostalgic scent for Spanish for them. consumers. So how do you yeah. familiarize yourself if you're working on a brief for... A lot of traveling really? and a lot of experience, yeah. And what then plan? we have local people who specialize in looking into it and understanding it. But that's why it takes so long. You Was... know, I've been doing this for almost 40 years. Oh, wow. And it takes a long time to start to understand and appreciate the various intricacies of the consumer around the world. What was a scent that really surprised you from another place? You know, you mentioned the orange blossom and the cologne waters. That's that's interesting, but it's not, you know, wow, shocking. Was there a scent that you're like, oh, this is very appealing? Um, appealing or, or just, unappealing? Or just, uh, just unappealing. Tell <laughs> unappealing. me the unappealing yeah. one. Uh, more, um, this is appealing, question mark? You know, just kind <laughs> of, um, you know, what, what's what been an interesting surprise along the way? So you can tell from my accent I wasn't born here. Mm -hmm. no. So I've been in the U.S. about 25 years. Um, when I came here, I had very European tastes and mm. was told that, that mm. the fragrances I was creating were much more European because in Europe, they tend to like more of the green aldehydic characters. But actually what I've seen over the years is that people are changing. You know, people are traveling a lot more. So they experience things from other places and they start to get a feel for it. So that's why you see like more international foods and fragrances being available. And then what's happened is when Amazon came along and basically you can go there and pretty much buy anything from anywhere, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden people had access to things that they never had access to before. And now they're starting, you know, they would go on holiday, they would smell a product or use a particular, you know, eat a particular food. Now all of a sudden they can get it. Mm -hmm. So what's happening is globally, trends are changing quite a lot. Do you think we're all are... becoming more similar or? I don't think so. No. <laughs> no what's I still... the most surprising then? Like you were like, I cannot believe they want their softener to smell like green grass that's just been mowed in Ghana. Okay. So one of the things <laughs> that struck me, I've done quite random. a lot of work in the Asia region. Okay. And one of the things there is that often their, some of their fruity notes and the fruits that they particularly like have a, um, an essence that I could only describe as either the taste of 
or onion or garlic. It's really? kind of somewhere in that area. So they have a couple of fruits that they absolutely go crazy for. Which what is, fruits are they? So one is called durian. Oh, durian. That's the stinky And the fruit. other one's jackfruit. Jackfruit. Yeah. It's, so, like a, it's, like, it's like bacon. Uh, and it's like a yeah. porky kind of. Mm-hmm. They put jackfruit in a lot of vegan um, mm-hmm. like jackfruit snacks. Yep. And so you can imagine that going there, you look at it, you say, well, I don't want to smell of bacon or this kind of sulfury it's not a dryer onion sheet smell. that I want. No, thank yeah. you. So, but, you know, a small amount of that in their fragrances, it's something they recognize and they appreciate the character mm. of. And so I know you're not allowed to tell us what you've worked on, but is there something in general that you're super proud of? Like this one, you know, I don't know, laundry detergent of, that smelled of Lily of the Valley is like gangbusters or whatever. Um, I, you know, in, a, in addition to helping lead our... Uh, perfumer team for fabrics I'm also very involved in innovation so one of the things that I was involved in from day one with IFF was when we introduced uh, capsule technology Mm. into laundry um, to help deliver a more long-lasting experience for consumers so that's where all of a sudden we were able to deliver things that a month later you take out of your closet and you go wow this still smells really good so it's a capsule that like evap- like just time release or something, just like a drug? Uh, it's, it's actually through friction. Oh, so essentially neat. what, so the, well, there's two elements to it and that's really the fun part of so it. Happy you just right got so, so excited. To I know talk your about eyes this. are sparkling. <laughs> so there's two ways to use the technology and by creating different types of fragrance within it, you can make it do different things. So partly you can have it where like it, it's a bit like slow release. Okay. Or you can have something that's like inside a capsule that when you break it, like then it releases Like you put friction, it bursts, and you get another scent, another uh, wash of the scent. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's like that, uh, degree deodorant does that, mm. where like the motion there are sense some. technology. Yeah. Caress yeah. had a body wash. Or, you mm-hmm. know? Yes, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that technology is really interesting because it allows us to deliver different characters at a different point in time. Oh, so like it comes out and it smells warm and delicious. And then or, a week later, I get more of like a fresh green scent. Absolutely. To it. Because cool. you may have a, you know, to use a really simple example, you could have something that smells lemon from the product. But mm-hmm. when you wash your clothes, of course, the lemon smell goes. But later on, when the capsule breaks, now you get the lemon coming back again. Oh, that's so cool. So we're able to make these, these uh, fragrances inside the capsules. And like I said, by playing with the with the way that we create the capsule and what we put inside it we can deliver all different sorts of effects from it i know jess's question before you ask i just thought of something i can picture somebody sitting here listening to this and being like they're all chemicals and they're all just rubbing all Mm -hmm. over us all the time and causing us health issues and synthetic fragrance is is the devil what do you say to someone like that um Fragrance ingredients are heavily tested to make sure that <laughs> he's they're like, I have safe. to go through months of stuff to get you on the market. Okay. Yes. He's not smiling not anymore. Not months, not months, years. <laughs> really? Years. It takes to develop a new molecule mm-hmm. and to go through all of the testing, all of the safety, all of the registration takes probably a minimum of four years and potentially up to seven years before you can actually use it. And we're talking about like for cancer, for allergies, for any sort of health concerns, right? 
Uh, I'm talking about fragrance. Yeah, no, but I <laughs> but, mean like yeah, you have to but, test for all those things. Oh yeah, so we test, you know, for skin sensitization, for potential carcinogens, things like that. I mean, it's really extensively tested. I'm so glad you asked that, Janet. Yeah. That's a great point because we do hear a lot, like in the beauty space, about you know this product might do this, or there's just a, there's a lot of um, information floating around. So I don't think people realize that the scent is really tested, just as seriously as other ingredients so and sometimes more so it sounds like more so yeah Yeah. and there's a whole i mean you may have heard of ifra or the international Mm -hmm. fragrance association and they really kind of between them and rifem they kind of oversee the the testing of the ingredients to make sure that as an industry and morally we do the right thing so we make sure we test thoroughly um to make sure that we don't put something into yeah. a product that's going to cause a problem. Mm-hmm. That's reassuring. And now let's talk about the actual, okay, you've got the fragrance, you know what it is, It's it smells like the ocean or it smells like a pine forest or whatever. Do you sit down with the people, um, the copy people, and come up with the like, name? Do you have like any marketing people at, over at so, Snuggle or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> so usually our, our customer has a huge marketing department, and basically it's their job to do that. There have been occasions, but they're quite rare, where actually we'll come up with our own concept mm. and name and actually go and, and show it to a customer and have them say, oh, okay, yeah, I think that's <laughs> a really good thing for us, and then they've gone ahead with it. But that's quite rare. Do they pay so, a premium for that kind of work? Because you're doing... No, look at them <laughs> Nope. No, no, but you got a new customer. So I want to shout out you. We've got a customer who's, uh, who's happy. That's good. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. And I mentioned like an ocean scent because I always think of ocean scents when I think of laundry detergent. So that to me is like a clean scent. But what constitutes, like why do marine scents connote clean? I think because, um, as we kind of mentioned earlier, anything that makes people think about like outside, fresh air, ozone, those kind of things. There's just this natural connection to the fact that, you know, those are going to smell clean and fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a rainstormy kind of smell yeah. or yeah. any sort of... Any hmm. of those things. And so that's why I think, you know, people really like them because it reminds them of the outside. And oh, I have another question. Go for okay. it, Jess. Is there, is there a scent that you really want to do? Mm. There's so many. Yeah, I think it's... Or some art part of nature that you're really inspired by or something like that? Um, we have a whole program where we look at uh, headspace of some of some natural things. Mm-hmm. So what that what does that mean? And you know, headspace is where basically we have little detectors that we put close to something and then they basically, without actually impacting on the product at all, they can kind of capture the smell of it. So for instance, we can go and capture the smell of a uh, apple blossom on the tree without actually doing anything to the apple blossom itself to damage it or what have you but we just capture the smell that's in the air so a lot of those have become really interesting and then sometimes there's some things that you use that are kind of a bit out there and then I always like a challenge, you know. So if somebody says to me, oh, you can't, that's usually like the check effect. says, okay, off you go. Go and prove them wrong, <laughs> you know. So sometimes we've had things that you would say, wow, how on earth would you use that? Like a, still, weird, a weird molecule. Um, a weird smell, like the smell of horses. Hmm. How would you bring that into a fragrance? Hey. 
Well, hay, oh, but hay we, is not horses. Yeah, no? but it makes me think of horses. Right. So we actually had something that captured the smell of a stallion. And then the fun part was figuring out how to use that so that people didn't get, pick it up and go, oh, this smells like a horse. Was no? this for laundry products? <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Like what company was like, hey, we want the, we want the stallion scented soft This dessert. is fascinating. Mm. Mm. But like I said, it, to me, I'm always like up for a challenge. So if someone says, oh, you can't do that, usually then I go away and actually try and prove them wrong. Well, now I'm picturing your household. Like what, what consumer products are you using? What is in your laundry right now? And don't tell me testing stuff that you're testing. I want to know names. Like just what do you prefer? Okay. <laughs> so can't mention names. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but it's more about what I try and avoid. You know, I oh, smell wow. so much all the time that I try and avoid anything that has technology in. You know, we talked about the capsules. So the risk is, of Mm. course, if you put something through the wash and then you have a capsule and it can work for a month, well, I can't be smelling that when I'm trying to create... unscented life. Not unscented, because that's really boring. Yeah. But um, kind of not anything that's going to interfere too much. Mm. So you may notice, you know, like, if you smell me, yeah, you'll see that I don't smell strongly of much. Do you? It, ha- is this like because you eat different stuff too? Partly, but also the products I use, we tend to use things that are, don't have a strong fragrance. Which so does this mean? Don't no- worry, we're in a small room, and yes, I do use <laughs> the odorant. I, I smell nothing but, right now. No, I don't. But smell like, nothing. does this mean like no curry while you're working? Because like, not during the week. Weekends fine. Ah, really? So you actually? Your I whole avoid life is- like spicy food. Because they come out Monday to Thursday, yes, because you sweat them out. Uh So obviously you don't want to be working on something. And in the meantime, you smell of yesterday's curry or (laughs) the Mexican burrito you had for lunch. Nope. None of that. What's what's like a sample lunch for you? I'm picturing like a little piece of boiled chicken. Oh, I'm super boring. I'm super (laughs) boring. Um, You know, usually it's, it's, I mean, it's not anything really special. It's just that I don't go for anything that's too flavored. So, you know, I mean, for lunch today, I had a ham and cheese sandwich. You know, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. sorry. That's adorable. Boring. That's Super really boring. cute. No, not at all. And not I'm, all. I'm vegetarian, but just seeing you say, ham and cheese sandwich. Well, okay. <laughs> and for breakfast, I had oatmeal. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Okay, you yeah. keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it real simple. Yeah, yeah, but then he's over here making soap with stallion sweat. So it's, you guys, it's all relative. Um, mm. Is there anything else you have to do to sort of keep your nose in shape? Your per- master perfumer, your job is to identify things immediately. Do you have to like do exercises or anything? Uh, when, you're, when you start as an apprentice, your day is spent smelling like nonstop uh, to the point where it often happens because... You know, when you're smelling materials, it tends to dry your nose out. Yeah. So you have to watch out. So all the youngsters, because I mentor and train a lot of our youngsters. Mm-hmm. And so through that, I always say to them, you know, make sh- go to CVS, buy that saline spray. Make <laughs> sure you carry it around with you. It's going to be like your medical kit as a perfumer because there will be times when all of a sudden you just start with a nosebleed because you've dried your wow. nose out smelling materials. Occupational hazard. Exactly. Are there yeah. people walking around IFF with little nosebleeds or um, like? It doesn't happen so often, <laughs> but when it happens, I mean, it's especially for people who are, you know, learning to smell and they're trying to smell a yeah, lot. Yeah, blood has a smell, so it's oh, like all of a sudden, yeah. like, this was really iron. Well, and it's, a lot it's of iron hard, notes in yeah, this it's one. It's very hard to smell when your nose is bleeding as yeah. well. Wow. But yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the things. So what do I try and avoid? You know, in the winter when it's dry here, 
um, and the humidity's low. I have a humidifier going at home. Mm-hmm. You know, I do have my little bottle of saline that I carry around with me just in case I need to flush my nose out and this things like great. that. And generally, you know, it's just take care of it. You know, it's like any instrument. You don't want to abuse it. Is so. your nose insured? Uh, you have to ask Carol on that one. Yeah, <laughs> Carol works at IFF, and it's like She's sitting Tina outside in her legs. But yeah. Steve's nose is like got a million dollar policy. <laughs> it's the on golden it. nose. How many master perfumers are there before we let you go? At in, IFF. At IFF, I think we have five. Now. And how many people work at IFF? Uh, that one's a Carol question. But like hundreds. Um, perfumers, we have about 100 perfumers. And only five make it to master perfumer. So far, yeah. That's We're pretty, lucky we no, got your time. That's pretty impressive. Well, you need to take care of your nose because we need all of the fabulous products that you're making. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on Fat Mascara. Thank you're you. You're very welcome. Can I just say Steve is a delight? He was so charming. He was super charming. And guys, I wish you could see his face when we asked him a few of the questions. It was like kid in a candy store. He lit up. He was like, ooh, this is like a really exciting topic. We had to tell him to come back to the mic because, Jen, I thought he was going to fly across the room. It was a, it was an interesting interview. I learned was, a bunch of stuff. This was so good. I, I love this kind of interview. Okay, so you ready to raise a wand? I'm ready to raise a wand. Who's raising first? Um, You go first because I'm like... Oh, I've got... I'm about to drop big, big news. What? As you guys know, I'm always on the hunt for the perfect mascara. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been having a lot of DMs with our listeners. Please keep them coming <laughs> about fat tubes. Yeah. My idea. Yeah. Which is basically a tubing <laughs> mascara that also brings the drama. So everybody's been sending me their suggestions. And I got a suggestion for a mascara that I've heard before and I tried it before and I was like, no, that's not it. That's it. I tried it again. I think I might not have gotten the right mascara last time. Do you know what it is? Kevin Aquan, the volume. Oh, yeah, the volumizing one. I remember Emily Weiss from Glossier said mm-hmm. that was her favorite mascara. And I've heard, but I was like, that's not a tubing mascara. But I think I never tried the right one because I just tried it. Girl, you this like might it. be my new favorites. It is good. I have I tried it like years and years ago, but I haven't tried it since. I So I got a fresh tube, nice yeah. and fresh. I think it's one of those formulas that like... Use it quickly because those certain formulas that like will dry out and yeah. they become less effective. It is a, more drama than the Blink Mascara, a little bit lengthening, very inky black. I don't think you get that much volume. It's called the volume, but it doesn't build outwards on your lash. Definitely lengthens, though. Mm-hmm. And it truly is a tubing mascara. So it did not smudge on me till the end of the night. And then the shower. Um, you know, when you rinse your face or wash your face yeah. or whatever, you do get a couple of those little, fi- they look like fiber, like rubbery fibers coming off. Yeah. So I'm like, this is the sign that this is truly a tubing mascara. And I really, really like it. I think I'm going to go for a tubing mascara because my mascara is like underneath my eyes by the end of the day. I know. See, and this is a nice skinny brush, which I, I think is better than those. Hence the name of our show, Fat Mascara. I think it's better <laughs> the skinny brush. Skinny mascara. I always feel like the fat brush is like a toilet wand. And you can't get close to the roots. No, no, unless you want to mess up your eye makeup or just like hit your eyelid. Yeah. Guys, enough with the fat brushes. So skinny mascara, fat tubes. It's Kevin Aquan, <laughs> the volume. So I'm raising a wand. Love it. Okay. Ready? Ready. Mine, I'm a little sheepish about. Uh-oh. I'm going to call this one. I'm sheepish, but I love it. Okay. If you've got some money, okay. <laughs> Chanel Sublimage. Sublimage. Holy cow. Okay, I remember when this launched. I remember getting it. I remember, you know, covering, you know, like like looking at the product and testing and mm-hmm. everything. 
and we covered it. But I, I hadn't committed to real usage. This is of, a moisturizer or a serum? Well, it's a, okay, it's a, it's a whole, whole line. That's why it's a whole okay, collection. Okay. But I've been using the serum and the moisturizer. Now, if you add those things two together, you have a brand, a, a used car, a pretty good used car. Okay, <laughs> the cost of the yeah, supplement. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> serum and moisturizer. Or you've got a great vacation. Um, but let's just be real. We are in the beauty industry. We are beauty editors, and I have to cover. We've got to cover everything. Oh right? yeah, doing your homework. And and and, and I want to. Poor you, trying out the yeah. Chanel serum and moisturizer. But I also, I also just want to really acknowledge that I realize that this is a very, very pricey product. But why is it so good? Because it works. And why works? What do you mean? I tried the serum and the cream together in like you know, morning and night for two days. I got unsolicited compliments about my skin. No other variables going on? I We tried to deduce the variables. Mm-hmm. And, the, and it's so funny that you asked that because I really took it seriously. I asked lots of people. I asked lots of people at work. My friend and I at work, we sat down and we really thought about all the products I'd use step by step. Mm-hmm. The only consistent thing was the sublimage. Okay. And my friend Jana, Jana, if you're listening, she's been a sublimage devotee forever. And she's like, you know, that's all I love. That, that's my top pick. You know, sometimes you need to stop and you need to listen to what people are saying. You got to listen to what your friends love and you got to give in. And that's for anything. I started using it. I, I I really do think it's made a difference in my skin. Like fewer lines, moisture. So, okay, so is yeah, it? let me tell you about. So it has this little like extract in it, and it's supposed to like a vanilla extract. It's an orchid, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from a, Madagascar. I, I'm not saying, I wrote about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not saying it. I'm not doing it justice. I'm just gonna give it to you in real talk. This cream made my skin brighter, smoother, more vibrant. A like, little bit more evenly toned in two days. Like this is like you didn't have to wait thirty days for. Yeah. So this is my this is my experiment. Well, you know what you're talking about. You're a beauty director. Like you try a lot of stuff. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. I absolutely love it. And the, of course, the sensorial experience is fantastic. Nice, nice, elegant formula. Oh, yeah. Percent, all that stuff. Yeah. Sublimage. I like it. If okay. you've got it, worth it. There are a lot of creams that are just as much that are not as nearly as good. Okay. Good one. Thanks, Jess. Thanks for listening. Fat Mascara is produced by our friends at Atwell Media. You can check out our website, fatmascara.com, for episode recaps, product recommendations, and discount codes. And if you want to reach us directly, email us at info at fatmascara.com, or you can follow us on social at fatmascara, shoot us a DM, and we'd love if you went over to iTunes and threw us a rating. How many stars? Five. Five, please. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.